This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room Podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. Who uh, broke the rules and did they get away with it or not? 844-999-OLA. <laughs> Hello, Catherine. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hi. Hola. Catherine, were you the Hola. rule breaker? I was the rule breaker, and this was about 15 minutes ago. Um, I was actually listening to you guys on the radio, and I ended up running a red light. Wait, 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 wait. The way you phrase that makes it sound like we distracted your driver. Yeah, why did you run a red light? Yeah, what was the scenario? I I was actually looking for a Pagliacci on the corner because I knew I had to turn right, and then I was also listening to you guys, and then I just ran a red light. But luckily, it was in a construction zone, and there were no cameras, so I don't think... I will get caught. I only hit two mm-hmm. workers. Yeah, yeah. over a cone. Also, Again. fines double. Oh yeah, trust me. They have cam. You might you might think they don't have a camera. There's a camera up there. They somewhere. got Because look, trust if there's me. a way to make money, that's one thing. It's worth investing in these cameras because these cameras. I mean, it doesn't matter the state. It pays remarkable amounts of money in mm-hmm. return. And the worst thing you're going to do is get a ticket. But let right. me ask you this: What other traffic violations are you likely? To, like most people don't run red lights. We agree with that. But I'll speed um, all the time. I mean, like, what what do you do notoriously and just don't care? I don't think I really do anything notoriously. I'm actually pretty a careful driver. That's only the second red light I've ever run, and I ran one stop sign on accident before. That's, like, the extent of my rule breaking. All right, let me ask people. you this. If a cop car, because I don't care who you are, you're driving the car, and I see a cop car in the rearview mirror, what do you change about what you're doing? For me, it's easy. Slow down. Right. Yeah, no, definitely slow down and uh-huh. stop and probably put my hands on the dashboard because I'm brown and uh, we we, we got to be careful, man. Yeah, I know. I think, I think you should break another rule tonight. When you get that pizza, take a bite out of the crust first. Oh, <laughs> what are the what are the I, actually, I, I know I know kind of what the white rules are. What are the brown rules as far as getting pulled over? Listen oh, to dude. what they are saying and keep your hands exposed. Don't okay. have your hands yeah. anywhere because any excuse to shoot your ass is a good enough excuse. And never be carrying anything, like, remotely illegal. They will immediately get, get on you about it. Oh, yeah. It's just different. Yeah, that's no, all, that's, that's, it's just the yeah. same rules, but the punishment well, tends to reflect let, how they've uh, decided to proceed. Let me, let me tell you this. If they do happen to send you, the uh, like, the picture of your car or whatever, and you, and you go to the judge, just know they also have a video of it. Because when I got my uh, ticket... When I uh, made a, a red light, basically what happened Where'd was... Were you on your scooter? Yeah, I was on my scooter. God, and makes I, it so much and more humiliating. I stopped, uh, over where we used to work. Full stop? At California. a red light. <laughs> of course it was a full stop. I stopped at a red light and made a right turn, right? And I see, and I stop there every day. And I see the the, the pictures that they send. They send four different pictures of my scooter. 
They have the front of it, the back of it, and everything else. I see that the brake lights are on on my scooter, okay? So I know I, I'm, I'm almost 100% positive it came to a stop. But I don't realize that they have a video. So I'm like, F this, I'm going to challenge it because I know I stopped How much was day. the uh, ticket? Whatever it was, it was just it was just the point of it. Right, right? the point. Yeah, I see my brake lights on. Obviously, I but stopped. I don't know they have video. I just think that they have these still photos, and it shows that I'm braking, and I stop, and I make a right-hand turn, whatever. So I tell the judge, I said, hey, man, I said, uh, I'm telling you, I go that way home every night. I stop at that light because it's a busy intersection. There's no way in hell I'm going to blow through this thing like that. Uh, I, that's just, I, I can't do it, man. I've, I've got a small little scooter. i got to be careful. And he goes, okay, let's run the video. And you got to remember, there's a uh, there's a courtroom full of people in here, <laughs> and their faces are next, and the video's up there. And he goes, "Let's take a look." And I'm like, <laughs> I just I just blow right through it, and I reach in my back pocket and I put my checkbook out on the counter and I just start writing the ticket. And the, let's go to the like, videotape. No. He's like, "No, give it to the woman back there." I'm like, "All right, yeah, yeah, yeah my bad. I'm out." Maybe take it to me, right? I didn't know you took a whole video. I thought it was just these pictures. My brother, man, he years and years and years ago. We, what do they what do they say in the NFL throw? So the answer like is we confirmed it. Right. No, I after you go to the replay. When the official wants to let you know, don't ever boo yeah. my ass again. Right. Uh, after video review, the call is confirmed. Yeah, it doesn't just stand. It's confirmed. Confirmed. McCary. They didn't even make the call to New York. They didn't have to. It was right there. It's like this is blatantly obvious. My brother, years ago, man. Had team. to be like 30 years ago. He uh I guess I know. Like he that. got a take up for blowing a red light. But my brother being my brother. He comes up with this whole like mathematical thing. The idea was, based on the speed limit that is allowed on the road he was on, and for the amount of time that the yellow light turns yellow, then for whatever distance he was, it is impossible for anyone to break and stop in time for the red light without being reckless, right? And so, but he's an engineer. He does. He lives for this kind of thing. So he puts this whole presentation together. Anyway, his court case comes up. And I remember my father's kind of laughing at him. Like, hey, it's like a $75 ticket, man. Is it where am I? Hey, man, I didn't get that light turned red. It was only yellow for a number of times. So I'm going 45. Like, all right, go for it, man. <laughs> so he goes to court. Same thing. It's just traffic court. There's fools like you up there. You know what I mean? Just typical dumb stuff. So they call my brother up. And when they do uh, your ticket here for running a red light, my brother pulls out this briefcase, pulls out an easel, has like this entire PowerPoint presentation. Before he got maybe even a third of the way setting up, the judge looked at him and just went, case dismissed. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> but my brother was disappointed. He didn't get to show his presentation. He, the judge is just like, I don't care. You know what? Never mind. You're fine. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. Yes, friends, it's time once again for Sit and Spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some swellerific new music. Oh, much like the days of living in his parents' basement, he's still down there. Ryan Castle. Yeah, I wish my parents' basement was this cool growing up. Oh, wait, my parents didn't have a basement because I lived in a crappy apartment when I grew up. You, uh, when, you got, uh, when you got your place, did it not already have the pool table in it? And they, uh, they said, like, you, you can just have it? No, no, we bought this uh, when, we, when we got the place. You know, pool table is one of those things that you think you absolutely have to have. Like, I'm going to have a basement in my house, bro, and we're going to have a bar, and we're going to have a pool table. And then the pool table gets here, and you think it's super cool, and you play it for a while, and then uh, you use it to fold laundry for the rest of your life. Okay. Yeah, you well, know what's amazing about it? What's amazing, <laughs> wasn't it, a, it was a birthday gift, I think it was, but it was from your wife. And if you know anything about Ryan Castle's wife, frugality, we shall say, uh, is the kind way of putting it. 
right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's and, she's a she's a penny pincher, and also she doesn't like fun. So right, both of those her. things. So <laughs> she had hit me up like a week before his birthday and said, "Hey, uh, don't let him know, but I'm gonna need some. Just trying to coordinate this thing. I got him a pool table, and I had to keep looking at my phone to make sure it was your wife calling me. So I'm like, well, wait a minute. That would imply a you want him to have fun, and b you're willing to spend money from that fun. Mm-hmm. Got an imposter that has Ryan Castle's <laughs> wife's phone. So I called the cops you and everything. You haven't hit one ball the entire time you've been down in that basement for all that time. Well, not on the pool table, Miles. Okay, all right, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. Well, uh, as we know here, uh, you are uh, quarantined at home, and uh, yeah. there's a lot of people out there who are still working. People on the uh, on the front yeah. lines and in the medical. That's community. right. Guess what? Ted is back. Hey, Ryan. Oh, what's up, Ted? Ted and I have been talking all the time. I talk to Ted more than I talk to you guys. There's yeah, a reason oh, really? for that. We don't okay. like you. Yeah. Castle, nice. I showered and left the house today, man. Oh, that's weird. I don't want to rub it in. Do you have to peel off that pair of sweats you've been wearing for the last 15 days? <laughs> I won't lie. The jeans are a little tight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Miles, you're right. There are a lot of people that are uh, still out there working. Uh, it, it, the folks on the front lines, especially the doctors, the nurses, the first responders, the EMTs, all of that stuff. So that's who we're dedicating today's Sit and Spin to. So we salute them with 10 songs for people working the front lines on Sit and Spin. That's exactly what I say when I go to the doctor. The mess I'm in. He sounds like he's just begging for drugs. I know. <laughs> yeah, this guy ain't a damn thing wrong with him. Doctor, doctor, please. You know, Ted, you're not wrong. Uh, as I'm going through this list of doctor songs from rock bands, I get the impression that a lot of them are using a doctor as a metaphor for drugs <laughs> or a drug dealer. Oh, okay. These are our ten songs for people working the front lines on City Spin. Nine, number nine. Oh, wow. If you make this sound, you might have coronavirus. What? 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 Clear your throat. Clear your throat. Clear your throat. You might be sick. A lot of people don't know this thing came from a monkey. That's what Ted sounded like on Saturday when he called me and he said, I'm ready to come back to work. <laughs> yeah, right. 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 I got this. That's not disturbed down with a sickness. By the way, if you do roll into the doctor's office and make those sounds, there's a good chance they'll take you right in. Yeah, yeah, you can get a test. Board. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ten songs for people working uh, the front line uh, on Sin Spin. Eight. Number eight. Now, Ted, you had a fever, didn't you? Uh, for like a day. Okay, and how hot did you get? Do you know? Do you have a... Th- oh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I will hot. say, though, you, you say that, but ironically, this song is the theme song to Tacoma FD. Is it really? Yeah. Hot-blooded. <laughs> yeah. The new TV show. But, you know, takes place in Tacoma. I'm pretty sure this song is about having a uh, sexually transmitted disease also. Yes. Get out of here. <laughs> Dude, those have gone way down. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's having at all. Ten songs for people working the front lines on Sit and Spin. Seven, number seven. Like a surgeon. Oh. Getting for the very first time. Well, I feel better. Like a surgeon. Jeez. 
is my friend, Weird Al Yankovic, uh, like a surgeon. Uh, and I'd like to take this moment to remind you that you still owe me $500 for that interview 14 years ago. <laughs> what was the deal on that? You said if we got, if you got Weird Al on the, on the, on the line, you, we'd give you $500? Bucks? You, you guys got stood up by somebody in like like the, the backup bass player in Warren or something. No. And you made a list yeah. of people that I had to get on the show. And Weird Al was on the list. And I had him call in the next day. And you said you'd give me 500 bucks, which never happened. I don't That's because we that. lied. <laughs> <laughs> ten songs for people working the front lines on Sit Sit. Sit number six. Yes, this is who I want to see because the first step of the cure is a kiss. I don't know what if I want to wake up to a table and see Gene Simmons operating on me. Speaking of my bills. wife not liking fun. We went. To, we were in the front row of a Kiss concert years ago, and I think they played that song like fourth. And Gene, Sim- she was the only girl in like the first five <laughs> rows. And Gene Simmons was just gyrating in her face, and she looked at me. She's like, "I want to leave." <laughs> <laughs> Best Can you blame the house? Great night. <laughs> right. Look what I did for you. It's like my dad is doing this. I don't like it because <laughs> <laughs> it was really like that. Ten songs for people working the front lines on Sit and Spin. He needs a drug for ED. He needs eight times the amount of blood pressure as the rest of us. <laughs> well, this was a, this was before Molly and E, so you know what I mean? So he's gotten his wish since then. Right. It's Huey Lewis, right? Yeah. yeah. I love Huey Lewis. It just sounds fun. Everybody does. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, he's silly. The band was ridiculous. The videos were funny. They're like, I don't even know if this song's good, but you like it. Yeah. It's good. It's good. And it's the news. <laughs> These are 10 songs for people working the front lines on Sit and Spin. Four. Number four. If I had never met David Lee Roth, based on how he sounds, I would believe that it needs a doctor. Ironically, I'm enough, a Ryan, you do recall that brief stint after he got done trying the radio career where he became a New York City EMT. Oh, that's right. That's right. Really? Well, he was that's working. Right. Uh, Dude, was, seriously, yeah. like he trained and actually worked as an EMT. I don't remember how long, but you can imagine like you have some kind of complication. And there's David Lee Roth to take care right. of you, brother. I know you're going to be all right. Don't stop the <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I got filled up in an ambulance ride. Yeah. Three, number three. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case of loving you. This might not be the way to approach your doctor, but, you know, give it a shot. Oh, there's always one hottie in the hospital when you're in there. Yeah, but, but you're the doctor? Now, never. No, right? always the nurse. <laughs> yeah, kidding me. Tell you, man, one, one of the hottest honor. women also I've seen. Also, a euphemism for masturbation. One of the hottest women I've ever seen in the hospital. Unfortunately, uh, she was having gastrointestinal issues. No way. So, oh yeah, she's sitting across from me. She's a good-looking woman, right? But it's fairly quiet in the waiting room, and you just hear, and dude, she would jump up. I'm not kidding. Run to the back. It's happened like four times for a doctor. So sexy. Like she's hot and has diarrhea. I just, I don't know what to make of this. In honor of the medical community, these are uh, 10 songs for people working the front line. Two, number two. Oh, God. <laughs> Would you see a doctor named Tico Torres? <laughs> Wasn't that the bass player's name or the drummer or something? 
<laughs> he shows up with rubber gloves, but the fingers are cut off. You know? Bon Jovi, man. They were one of those bands that were going to go uh, go out this year on a reunion tour kind of a thing. I guess that's not happening. <laughs> yeah. This seemed like a really big year for potential reunion tours, yep. right? A lot of yeah. bands lined it up. I was like, this is going to be one of the most epic years for concerts. And in a way, it is. Can't believe, none uh, yeah, we're not going to no, see Bon Jovi. It's going to be amazing because they're going to cram it all into three months. We're going to get uh, Bon Jovi for Red Festival this year because they won't have anywhere else to play. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be sick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ten songs for people working the front lines. We made it to number one. One. Number one. Everyone in that band could see a doctor. <laughs> and the funny thing is, the dude... Well, Mick, Mick Mars legitimately needs one. Mick Mars right. is like dying when you look at him. You know, but he's the one guy that doesn't pitch. All the other guys, it's like self-medicated problems. And all they do is piss and moan. I'm like, you know Mick Mars is like literally dissolving in the chair next to you. And they get pissed you know, at I, him. Yeah, like, shut up, Mick! I read the other day that uh, Nikki Six listens to the set list of the upcoming tour, and he uses that to work out so he can get in shape to those songs because he's going to be working out every night to those songs. And I wonder how that conversation goes with Vince Neil. Like, so you're... <laughs> I'm digesting. Half, half, half a chicken then, huh? Okay. <laughs> Speaking of half a chicken, Ryan, now what are you making tonight for dinner? I know you got something cooked up good. Uh, I don't know what you shut-ins are up to, but I'm making beans. Beans? Oh, beans. my God. Yeah, what are you doing? With, uh, beans with pork. But why not don't you, pork and beans. Why don't you just file for divorce now? I mean, like, <laughs> what are you getting into the bunker stash down there, man? I mean, shut, pork and shut beans. In, shut in with your wife for, for 24 hours a day for weeks on end. You know what you do? You make beans. Are you cooking it in the can? relationship. <laughs> Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network. Why don't we in Fresno State? Like, what was it, like 20 years ago, Fresno State kind of got good at football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was all of a sudden they were one of those teams that wasn't Power 5, but they were playing in these sure. big games. And I had no idea that part of California existed, but they had this giant V. <laughs> and it was like, right. it's for this valley we're in, and we grow all this stuff. And then they, they'd show, like, the town. You're like, holy crap. Oh, I drove for this town that was, like, the, the, the uh, biggest producer of garlic in the world. The biggest garlic. Oh, world. yeah, yeah. Oh. So they have, like, the garlic festival sure. there. And the, the garlic queen. And they have, like, you know, garlic, like, stands on the side of the road where you can buy garlic mementos and... You know, what is a garlic memento? I don't know. I didn't go in. I mean, other than eating I mean, garlic, what know do what I need that says keep, I'm excited about garlic? To keep Dracula away, you get the necklace. Well, <laughs> you can't argue that it worked. Everyone that put a pentagram on the door hung garlic, never attacked by a vampire. So circumstantially. Very true. Yes. Mm-hmm. What uh, what made the drive memorable? 844-999-OLA. Yeah, I'm a garlic guy. Yeah. I like garlic. I got a garlic keychain. Well, I do like mac. garlic. That's why I was like, wow, the garlic comes from here. You don't like it enough to buy a souvenir? I didn't stop in the shop. But so everywhere you, <laughs> you went, they had garlic available. Like any kind of like little place you stopped in, it was garlic everywhere. Like That's a gas a weird station thing. had garlic. You know what I mean? It was just fresh garlic, garlic bulbs, minced garlic, you know. But if you're from a town like that, okay, and now say you're 25, all right? So you're a little bit younger, but you get the chance to move away. Are you sick of hearing about the garlic thing? I understand it's like a source of pride for a small town, whatever the thing no, is I don't that think you so. do. Really? Because it's what I you're known really, for. Like, don't br- like, there's a town that... No, there, no, no, no. When you travel, the first thing you tell me is, once you say you're from Seattle, people ask about coffee. You drink... Sure. You're like, shut up! There's it's rain. There's Jesus. a town called Kingwood in uh, in West Virginia, and they have buckwheat. And one of the things... One of the only things they can grow in the area is buckwheat. They, so every year they have a buckwheat festival. So buckwheat pancakes, buckwheat... They do buckwheat 
all the time. And they've never, ever done buckwheat buckwheat. He, like, as far How as, could you not? If, listen. And buckwheat pancakes, by the way, suck. They're terrible. If you don't know, they're, they're, they're sour. But, okay, they're wait, good. wait, wait, wait. They also have a roadkill festival in West Virginia. Maybe so. Yeah, they do. I just sense. saw it. That would make sense. <laughs> if buck, I mean, look, at least garlic. I'm like, all right, man, you go garlic. That's kind of cool. I mean, yeah. it is what it is. I don't care, but garlic, garlic. Buckwheat. I have a question why you even bring this up. Like, wait a minute. So you're going to make this a cottage industry that's buckwheat. That's all it is. But at no point do you actually use buckwheat from the Little Rascals. No. Never been brought up in the whole That thing. is the only way that would make that interesting to me. If they said, hey, man, Jordan's for the Buckwheat Festival, F no. No, there's no chance. But if they said, hey, special guest, buckwheat. Okay. Come out and say our buckwheat. At least it's somewhat interesting. I don't think you can do blackface, though. You know what I mean? Like, they got to be able to hire a black dude, right? I mean, maybe, but he's Does not going to go there. You don't have to put on blackface if you can just hire a black guy. But does guy. it look any better if you have a festival of all white people and there's one <laughs> black guy? Oh, Tay. And he's buckwheat pancakes. Oh, Tay. Like, I hear what you're saying, but I also think the- Wasn't he like the only little rascal, the too? The optics are the bad. The optics are bad. Thank you, Miles. The yeah. optics are bad. Yes, yeah, exactly. Like, we've never had a black person here ever. And <laughs> right. now for the festival, <laughs> he's like the, the, the king of the parade. I think it's fair. The parade like, marshal. If it's Eddie Murphy- Five. Right. <laughs> Dressed as Gumby. <laughs> what, uh, what made the drive memorable? 844-999-OLA. Hello, Aaron. Welcome to the men's room. Hello, Aaron. Aaron. Hola. Oh, I will I will give you a quick story about a parade, though, and as far as a memorable drive. Is and it buckwheat? This is, this, is this is not good optics oh, either. All right. Okay. Is this your joke? It's not a joke. It really happened to me. It wasn't a joke. <laughs> no, your joke to the person you were riding with. I didn't say the joke to the person I was riding with. All right. I, st- I, I kept my mouth shut, okay? I really did. We were talking about Dundalk the other day. There's a town called Dundalk, Maryland, and it's it's a little pocket community of Baltimore City. All right? It's on the outskirts. It, it is. It's, uh, it's a pocket well, you community. you say community. <laughs> uh... I'm going to put it this way, and Ted, you'll agree with this. Uh, I was trying to explain. Uh, I was talking to some friends of ours that live in Baltimore. They had not watched Tiger King yet. We're telling them to watch it. I said, what is it like? I said, picture Dundalk, and just trust me on this. Picture Dundalk, and anyone who lives in Dundalk, give them tigers. Mm-hmm. That's the show. That's the way the people are in Dundalk. That is what it okay. is. So I was working at the 70s radio station, and the 70s radio station that I was on the time was a classic rock, classic hits radio station. They were the sponsor of this parade. Okay, so <laughs> one of the members of the air staff, uh, and I was doing the mornings in, we got to be the uh, parade marshal, parade king. Grand marshal? Yeah. So, right? yeah. yeah, my buddy did it the year before. Uh, he didn't want to do it anymore. So I was like, all right, well, they asked me else. I'll step up. I'll do it. This is very cool. I get to ride in is the parade. Is it really cool? I get to ride in the parade. In Dundalk. Yes, because I'm never- Hey, riding in a parade riding. riding in a parade. I'm it's riding in Dundalk. The, I'm riding in the parade. It's a short parade route. There's not a lot down there. It's not a big deal, right? So they put me into the- Don't drink the water. So they, Do not like, drink the water. I get into this really- I, I've got a uh, like a, one of those nice Jaguars, one of those big old Jaguar. Jaguar. That's a convertible, and you sit on the back. You sit on the top, right? Sure. So I end up riding in, uh, in that car with the other parade marshal, which was a woman who was in government in Maryland, and at that point in time was running for governor of the state of Maryland. Mm-hmm. And her name was Kathleen Kennedy Townsend. Mm-hmm. Now, I realize at about two minutes into this ride- that I am in a parade, sitting on the back of a convertible with a Kennedy. <laughs> right. Start and it looking just around. Kind of hits me. You know what I mean? Like it just it just Ooh. dawns on me. Ooh. And I really and I, and you know me, man. I have a hard time keeping my mouth shut. So I really wanted to turn because because she's like, call me Kate. And I'm like, hey Kate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is this really cool? You know, but but I didn't do it. I, I kept my mouth shut. 
I thought you said something to her. I didn't say anything. I you said, can't. You can't crack I, that I, joke <laughs> to a member of the Kennedy family. Wasn't that her dad? It was it her dad or her uncle? Was that Bobby's uh, daughter? Either way, they were. Ooh, I'm not sure. Either way, very close not relations. Not time to make the joke. Uncle, dad, somewhere close. How do you think she felt? Very close. She's like, who the hell put me in a convertible? Jesus, man. That's seriously. In my family, it's kind of this weird thing. They they don't bring up Cessnas either. They had a magnet that they put on the door with her name on it. Me, they had this like paper uh, tape thing. Don't tell people who she is. Written in Sharpie. Oh, nothing but class. (laughs) Want more of the men's room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill. The greatest story never told. Available on radio.com. Time to open wide and sample Ted's meat and potatoes. Now, here's your host, head chef of the men's room, the Ted Nougat. Head chef in the house. Thank you, man. Thank you. Uh... I would offer you guys the bountiful amount of chicken wings I ordered. Ooh, ooh, this sounds fantastic. It really does. It Thank is. you for doing that. Something was... we've been looking forward to all day. All day. Thank you. Three or four hours. We've been sitting here thinking about. Matter of fact, I didn't eat lunch because I knew we were getting these delicious chicken. Either wings. did I, Miles, and we went over it. I went over the flavors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of course, real chicken wings, bone oh, in, man. lemon pepper. All's oh, gonna be great. Yeah, you got one. The order did not come in correctly. <laughs> yeah, we got uh, chicken. Got a buffalo chicken tender. Fingers. And- like, for one. So, but that does. <laughs> oh, look at Mike's getting into a delicious <laughs> piece of. Uh, bu- go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, 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 go ahead. They're uh, probably going to take it back and deliver it to the person who really ordered it. Right. So the idea was we're trying to still uh, support, you know, uh, businesses and stuff. Sure. And everybody around the country, too, right? I, I read one city, basically, the mayor was like, hey, if you can, order some to go or whatever so people can go to the grocery store that don't have a lot of money and get right. some of their essentials and stuff. Sure. So, yeah. And obviously, it, you know, in this time, everybody's in different economic situations. Sure, but yeah, if you could still support them, I say go ahead. I, and and I won't lie, there's a couple restaurants in my neighborhood that have kind of refashioned some of their entrance ways into right. just to go places. And it was like, oh man, thank God, because it kind of brings a little it life does. back to your neighborhood. Well, sure, sure. you yeah. know what I mean. And, but, and, and look, not only that, but you're going to be home. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. This is not going to last a couple weeks. You can go out a couple times and pick up some food. If you, look, man, you can't make good Chinese food at home. You want a good pizza? You want all kinds of good stuff. You know what I mean? Think about the takeout stuff and the stuff that you can pick up that you can't make at home. Sure, make a lot of meals. You're going to, but sure. man, when you need to give yourself a break, like the hell with it. I'm just gonna. Order when you want something. good food, yeah, exactly. When you want food with flavor, <laughs> right. I mean, well, and there's certain things you just can't cook at home, right? I always bring this up, but like when you go to a steakhouse, right? Right. It just always tastes better. Now the secret is they're. Their ovens and grill, they get so much hotter. Like, you can't do that at home. No, right. you just can't do it. Thrill makes one of the best steaks I've ever had on a grill. It was delicious. But it's hard to get that same, like, crust or whatever you'll get the from sear. a right. The sear. Thank you. From but a you wouldn't steak pay for it at a restaurant. You know, I'd pay. Probably not top dollar. <laughs> right. I'd pay. Thank you. <laughs> Medium grade steak. Right. <laughs> I can still see the horses with the jockey was hitting it. Right. Uh, what is your favorite foods to order, to get delivery to order in? Oh, man. I mean, it used to be Chinese food. I think I might still be Back on the Chinese day. tip. It just uh, doesn't really exist too much anymore. I have said this many a times. I, 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 there's nothing that gives me more pl- Well, I shouldn't say that. But I love ordering a pizza. The guy shows up. Sure, he drops sure. it off at your door. You get to sit on the couch, watch whatever you're watching. You know, it, it's just a great time. And it's an excitement. But, see, it helps that you're single. So, in my house... It depends how many pizzas you're going to order because the kids have to be involved. This one doesn't like this. Or it's almost half this. Blah, blah, blah. 
Chinese food, it's like, look at the goddamn menu, figure out what you want, right? And so mm-hmm. there's no crossover. There's no, boy, I could really use another slice, but so-and-so had the broccoli on theirs. Yeah. It changed. Like, when I was solo, yeah, pizza. No doubt about it. Yeah, if, it is funny. If there's a bunch of people over, I just like ordering a bunch of different stuff. Like, all right, we got some mozzarella sticks. We got some French fries. We got pizza. We got some chicken wings. Here's a gyro. You know, yeah, like if you can go for it. I will say, anytime I've been dating a girl, it's a good excuse to get the large pizza. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't eat pizza. I know. Yeah, but there's two of us now. I don't have to lie to the dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's the truth. You don't even see you're behind the door. He doesn't know. The dude. Well, the dude, the guy knows, man. He doesn't know. Yeah, you know somebody in the apartment or not. Why don't you just fake it? Why don't you just go back like, hey, I just the pizza's here. Yeah, trust me. If I mean, I'm the delivery driver, I'll wait to hear. It's awkward when the delivery guy shows up and you know him and you have like two apps and one burger. <laughs> and Bacon knows what I'm talking about. All right. So we're looking at some of the most popular delivery items in America. I also have a chart of some of the most popular state by state. If you're in North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, Idaho, or Montana, sorry, there's not enough data. Oh, well, there's probably enough places that deliver. The delivery area would have to be hundreds of miles. Uh, So let's see. Kind of like we were trying to do today, uh, the number one thing that people order? Pizza. Chicken. Oh, chicken. (laughs) Really? And I I thought it had to be pizza. Uh, You would think, but no, chicken. Well, just because chicken wings, you know what? I don't need to Bubba Gump yet. I was going to say, don't turn into Bubba. Everybody knows there's a lot of ways to get chicken. chicken. Sauteed chicken. You can get chicken salad. Boiled chicken strips. (laughs) Boiled chicken. (laughs) Got lamb, pepper, garlic, <laughs> Korean fried chicken. Uh, so yeah, chicken shows up in a lot of ways. Also, Skinless, boneless, white meat, dark meat, <laughs> wishbones. <laughs> You're right. Chicken is like shrimp. <laughs> I feel like I could just go on and on. Are they still sending the wings? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. All right. The, like, look, the, you know what? These things happen. They they just packed it wrong. The guy felt terrible, and he's like, "All right, I'm on it." <laughs> so chicken was number one. Next on the list, though, throw gotta right. be pizza. Chinese! Damn. Oh, yes! Really? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I haven't had Chinese in a while, and Miles, I know what you're going to say, and you're right. An NFL Sunday with a rack of Chinese food sitting in front of you, it's a good day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is a good day. Next on the list. That's what Cube was talking You got a guess? Pizza! Pizza it is, fellas! <laughs> okay. Pizza it is. Uh, pizza, much like chicken, a lot of different flavors, pepperoni pizza, sausage pizza. <laughs> you get cheese pizza, you get margarita. <laughs> are, we, are we getting into the more of the ethnic uh, well now, after that? Uh, like, now, does anyone order in euros? Or all right, so after pizza comes a very specific American item, which, to be honest, I probably order this food next to pizza the most. Burgers? Burgers! <gasps> all right. I rarely get a burger delivered. You can get some good burgers delivered. You can't. Well, oddly, uh, since all this crap's been happening, I've been to Five Guys a few times, but I'm not getting it delivered, I'm picking it up. So in my mind, even though I'm bringing it back home and that's where we're eating it, I'm like, they did not bring it to my door, nor did I ask them to, but... Yeah, there's one place I like to order burgers from. Is they'll send you sliders. Oh, Ooh. I know it's exciting. Okay. Uh, after that, Miles, we go to sushi. Sushi, sushi to go delivery. I trust me. I have ordered sushi to go before it or to, for delivery. It is awesome. Really? Okay. Yeah. Still, but you get but you get rolls, I guess, right? Negative, man. You get the uh, nigiri. Nigiri. Okay. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we had number one on the list, chicken, then Chinese, then pizza, then burgers, sushi. What comes after sushi? Stick it in the uh, ethnicity well. Indian food? No. No naan on there? I'm trying to think what I've, getting, what I, what I've got for delivery. Nine on the naan. Well, what, what's a popular food people go out to eat all the time? I think you could eat this food almost any day of the week. 
And you're saying this is an ethnic food. Fake taco. Jeez. Oh, tacos. <laughs> I meant to say fake Tuesdays. Tacos. <laughs> I say tacos. Mexican. <laughs> oh, Mexican food. Yes. When you said fake tacos, kind of gave it away. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, also, if you order Mexican food, sometimes you you know what else you can get delivered to your home? That's a lovely, lovely treat. Horchata. Churros. Horchata, ah. not a bad call, though. Horchata mm-hmm. is delicious. Churros. Someone uh, left one at a taco stand I was at, and I blatantly drank it. <laughs> this was months ago. Okay. Months ago. Did you, you know you, the person? You asked the counter person if you could have it, right? Yes. Okay. Because the, there's a very good little taco joint in the boat in the corner store I go to. Yeah. So somebody had bought their tacos and their horchata, but then they left it on the counter. I guess they were buying beer or something else. So I was like, hey, man, I think somebody left this. And they're like, yeah, they probably left it. I was like, it's still ice. And they're like, do you want it? And I was like, yes, I want it. <laughs> That's why I'm asking you. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to me. After Mexican, we have, they say pasta. We'll just say Italian. Italian, All right. right. It yeah. travels well. Right. So now they gave, they broke it down in uh, categories and what and percentages, right? So there was another that was just other. That's where you get your cheese curds, gyros, uh, right, right. French fries, pitas, salads, seafood. But I feel like those are usually, in my experience, I've always been the side order to something else. Right? If I got a gyro, mm-hmm. I probably, yeah, right. you know, exactly. I got a dozen wings, I got this, I got that. I'm also going to get fries in a gyro, but not. I rarely just order a gyro for home delivery. Yeah, you know what? You're right. That yeah. seems like it, it's part of a bigger order. You're getting sandwiches. You know, like, right, right. like hey, everybody here, I'm ordering sandwiches. <laughs> yep. What do you want? Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. I, will, I will vouch for uh, Italian food traveling well. I got some last night delivered, and it was fantastic. It was hot. It was, I got Parmesan. It was fantastic. Yeah. Also, uh, Italian food, I, I've said this a bunch, but I feel like that's one of those things that, like, I like it cold. And also, the next day, I feel like sometimes it tastes better. It's just oh, as good. Yeah, yeah, just right? as good. Especially if you got like a lasagna or something. Let it sit overnight. Mm-hmm. You didn't see uh, seagull lasagnas today, did you? I did. It, it, I told Robin it was one of the saddest, saddest posts I've seen. <laughs> what, four seagulls fighting over a pan of lasagna? Well, she called it sad lasagna. <laughs> but the seagulls were enjoying it. They had a whole pan full. One was. Yeah, he was fighting everybody Screaming. off. This seagull was yeah, looking was, for man. blood. I've never seen seagulls eat a whole pan of lasagna before. Yeah, but they had armpit hair. That's how you knew. Different time plans. Can't get enough of the men's room? Listen to the Men's Room Daily Podcast on the radio.com app. Name is Big Dummy, 844-999-OLA. Hello, Justin. Welcome to the men's room. Hey! Hola, bitch, hola. Hola. Justin, are you on Team Sober, Team Not Sober? Sober right now. Okay, Justin, good for you. Welcome to the show. All right, men's room poll. you got to live for two weeks on one of these frozen pizzas. Will it be the frozen Hawaiian, the broccoli crust, the rice crust, or the cauliflower pizza? I'm going to have to go with the Hawaiian pizza. Hawaiian it is. But but, uh, every time I've gotten the Hawaiian pizza, I've always taken off the Hawaiian you know the little pieces they put on there? The, the pineapple? I just ate the pizza because I like the little taste of the Hawaiian sauce and the rest of the pizza. But the feeling of it eating, I just don't like the squishy part in my mouth. Pineapple, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Hawaiian. The Hawaiian flavoring. I love that. Well, look, to be fair, though, right? I'll do a quick quiz in here. If I call my dish Hawaiian, what do you expect to see? Pineapple. If I call pineapple. it, I'm going to call it California. Avocado. avocado. Right. I mean, it's just that Maryland style. It's got crab. Like, right. Old like, Bay. Old Bay, yeah. <laughs> right. I've never heard it called Hawaiian juice before, but. <laughs> Greek is. Greek style as? Greek. Feta. Uh, I would feta. Say, yeah. Feta. Greek is feta. Mediterranean is not feta. Mediterranean yeah. is being like grape leaves or, okay. or hummus. Let, let, let's continue this. All right. Western. Western. 
So barbecue sauce? Barbecue sauce and uh, fried Ooh. onion. A fried onion. God, fried you're right. Onion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you making me hungry? I'm living. Boom. He's got funny ass laugh. All right. Here's your question. All right, guys. Let's play. All right. Hey, we're waiting for you. No worries. Which character is the narrator of Melville's Moby Dick? Melville's Moby Dick. Um, I believe it's in the first line of the book. In the movie, it was Ron Jeremy. It's <laughs> <laughs> not coming to my mind. Oh, what do you think, Ted? This is killing you. I can tell it right is because I feel like, like I should like, know this. No, well, the very beginning of the book, it's a one name guy, right? Yeah, they say they call me or you're, call you, me. Uh, call me Cornelius. Call me Doctor Love. Yeah. Call me Doctor Love. <laughs> that is correct. The narrator of Moby Dick is Doctor Love, also known as Ishmael. 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 Oh, yeah. Wait, now are you guys are doing what I suggested to that woman earlier. Pretend <laughs> that is on the tip of your tongue, or did you really? No. I just was trying to remember the one name guy. I couldn't remember. You know what, Thrill? You caught me. I didn't know. Because everyone's like, I just ah, did that. Yeah. My daughter does that. Well, watch Wheel of Fortune together. <laughs> this is what she enjoys doing, right? So she's not quite obviously as quick as I am on this. She's nine, but she's pretty good. But I'll say, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Crossword puzzle. And as soon as I say it, she goes, crossword puzzle. So I got I'm it extremely right. extremely good at crossword puzzles. Like, extremely good. I can see the word. Like, before you look at the whole page, I can just see it right in the puzzle. I believe him. I want to believe you. I just don't. I do. I, really? I got faith in this guy. Yeah. I used to play him all the time when I would go on airplanes. All the time. Yeah, but those are like, look, do you have a pulse? <laughs> you can answer these. Justin, why were you on yeah. an airplane all the time? Stowaway. But, uh, I mean, I used to fly to Hawaii a lot and back. I used to live out there in Hawaii, and my mom is from here. Seattle, so. so she would send um, you as far away as possible so you could spend some time on an island by yourself. No, my dad uh-huh. retired from going over here and he moved over to Oahu. And who doesn't want to go to Hawaii, you know? like Yeah, no, we know. Rent, so, you know. <laughs> and now you so live here. All right, here's your question. What concert-related company is losing, on average, $1.8 billion a day because of coronavirus? Wow. Yep. Can you say it one more time? Sorry. I sure can. What concert-related company is losing $1.8 billion a day because of all the coronavirus cancellations? Concert-related company. Um, um, come on, is it? I mean, really, it's only like one of two that do major, major concerts, you know, nationally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Anymore. okay, well, Mm. Mm. I feel like I'm not. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Live Nation. Live Nation. What was it? What was it? Live Nation. Live Nation. Yeah. See, who would know? I mean, I mean, I don't know that. If you've bought a concert ticket lately, trust me. Yeah. You've gone through Live Nation. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Your question: What is the Hebrew word for peace? And it's also used as both a greeting and a farewell. Um, peace and greeting. No, uh, oh my God, it's on the tip of my tongue. It's. Uh, so I think he's acting. It's the tip of my tongue. It's. Uh... No. Schmeckle. Means our our farewell. It hello, means hello or, or goodbye. Far, yeah, either one. Kind of like in Hawaii, you can use aloha. 
Yeah, aloha. Oh, this is, uh, this is, not see you later. This is, come on. Justin, I know this. God. See, we don't think you do. I don't either. Shalom. You, yeah, shalom. 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 That's what my daughter does. Plus, hey, number four. You Justin. say it, then she yells it like a guy. <laughs> All right, I got faith in you in this one. Who was known as the king of pop? Oh, the king of pop. That was the. Um, oh my god, dude! <laughs> he passed away. Mm-hmm. He liked Peter Pan. He had a chimpanzee named Bubbles. Michael Jackson. How did you get oh. that? Justin, how did you get that? Wow. 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 Well, he went through his mind real quick and said, all the people I know that are chimpanzees named Bosa wasn't Eddie. It's not Doug down the street. He was the king of pop. He liked metal. Oh, Michael. Connect with the men's room on Instagram at men's room live. And now, everyone's favorite daytime game show, where one person could lose $325,000 oh, so and their job, or win, and walk away with nothing. It's time for Ted versus the FCC. That is right. Oh, oh. Ted versus the FCC. Steve and I were up a pretty late last night. We, uh... We now uh, FaceTime and get hammered uh, in our own homes. That's right. I apologize for not wearing underwear, but I was still nursing my testicles. You guys FaceTime? Yeah, we do like a happy hour on FaceTime, but it's just nice. straight speed. You know, it's just work, man. Yeah. I snort a line. He snorts a line. I snort a line. He snorts a line. Just don't ask what we're snorting. And then we come so back good. with the tongue twisters for a Ted versus the FCC. Hello and behold, we come in and there's a listener submitted Ted versus the FCC. Son of a wow. Yeah, can you believe it? I'd have gone to bed earlier. Says I, uh, they're uh, bitches and wobbin. Here's my Ted versus the FCC, and it goes something like this. Ted Smith likes to take big ships. Sometimes he ships his <laughs> pants and sits in his bed or sits in his pants and ships his bed. Taking ships and sitting his pants while sitting a sit are his favorite things. That from Kevin. The way we do Ted versus the FCC is you got to read that one time through and then three times fast. Jeez, man. <laughs> I get a little sip in there. Thanks for personalizing this one, guy that sent it. All right. His name alone is hard to say. Kevin? Kevin the Kent Custom Car Guy. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Ted Smith likes to take big ships. Sometimes he ships his pants and sits in his bed, or sits his pants and ships the bed. Taking ships and sitting his pants while taking a sit are his favorite things. Three times fast. Ted Smith likes to take big ships. Sometimes he ships his pants and sits in his bed. Or he sits his pants and ships the bed. Taking ships and sitting in his pants while taking a sit are his favorite things. One. Ted Smith likes to take big ships. Sometimes he ships his pants and sits in his bed. Or he sits his pants and ships the bed. Taking ships and sitting in his pants while taking a sit is what his favorite thing. Two! Ted Smith likes to take big ships. Sometimes he ships his pants and sits his bed. Sits his pants and ships the bed. Taking ships and sitting in his pants while taking a sit are his favorite thing. Wow. 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 Oh, my. Damn. That's, uh, that's getting it done right there. Big way to Ted versus the FCC. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. 
Our question, what was the worst pain that you have ever been in? 844-999-OLA. Hello, Sarah. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola, Sarah. What's the worst pain you've ever been in? Um, well, I have dislocated my thumb before, but that's a different story. Um, but this past December, I slipped on some stairs, and I had what's called a high sprain. I tore a ligament in my ankle. Is that more close to the calf, then, are you saying, like in your shin? It's uh, the ligament that holds the uh, bones together at the, bottom, at the bottom that form your ankle. Oh, okay. okay. What was the healing yeah. process on that, about six weeks? Um, I, I had surgery within two weeks. Um, and then I was back on my feet and back to work a total of two months after the whole thing occurred. Okay. Why did you fall down the stairs? Did you just slip? Were you drunk? Was it like Miles' cat always tried to kill him? Um, there was a cat involved. I was actually going outside to uh, feed the stray that was protecting my house, and I was distracted by another cat and slipped on the frosty steps. Wait, how so many? This was first thing in the morning. How many? How many cats do you have roaming around outside of your home? Um, there, we have one that adopted the house. Um, unfortunately, we had to recently put her down. Um, but otherwise, I just live in a, um, a neighborhood where there's lots of uh, trees and ivy and. There's just a lot of strays in the area, but we were just feeding the one. Why did you have to put the stray down? Uh, she unfortunately ended up with uh, jaw cancer. Oh, that's terrible. How do you know she has jaw cancer if she's stray? Or did you take such good care of her that you started taking her to the She's bed? always had a dip in. Um, no, we um, we noticed that she looked a little mangled on her face. We thought maybe she got in a fight with one of the other neighborhood cats. Um, so I called around to different agencies trying to get help to finance a vet visit. Uh, and was helped out, and the vet let us know that she had jaw cancer. So um, we took her to one of the local farms in my area that humanely puts down animals, and they did it for, for free for us. Okay. Why didn't you call Pet Solutions? Ted would call his people, mm-hmm. load up a van. Get it and, done. It's simple. Yeah, yeah, just don't ask questions. And again, right? it's painless. I don't know if you guys want to drive out that far for that. Hey, look, a job's a job. <laughs> you want to kill this bird in front of my house in this tree? Ted didn't say he I does that. I didn't say that, that Miles. No well, one ever said he kills you take care of, I mean, all right. Do you have a bird that's a problem? Okay. There's <laughs> this bird. That's all you need. Miles, Look. correct. It's a pet. It's it's not it's my. It's a pet. It lives in the tree say in front of my house. Pet. Yes, it's a pet. There you go. Oh, it's my pet bird. I can't Thank identify you. it. It's pet solution. Meet, meet, me, meet, 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 meet. And then there's another one across the street going, meet, 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 meet. You know what it's like? It's like when your freaking smoke detector's battery's going bad. Meet. Every morning at four thirty, meet 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 meet. It's the meet, time meet, of the meet, year. Meet. I swear to God, if I had a Crossman pellet gun, I was just thinking like, <laughs> yeah, it's like four thirty in the morning. Though. I can't see the day. I can't believe but you Miles, wake up. You here. should like what they're doing. What? They're trying to get laid. I know, but they're driving me nuts. Just yeah, one guy but I understand it. Meet 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 meet. Are you guys see more thing. crows? Yeah, the cro- well, this is a good time. Right. I don't know exactly what's going on. The animals are going crazy right now. There are, I had a couple days in quarantine where I take walks. I was like, I'm dying. Everywhere I go, there's a crow. Mm-hmm. Uh, rats are taking over Fremont. So I got birds that li- they've made a nest kind of, kind of up in the roof outside of the bedroom window. They're not too bad most of the time, but every once in a night they'll shuffle. Then it becomes an issue between the cat downstairs, the birds outside, and the dog in my mm-hmm. bedroom. And it becomes like this three-way animal fight. And it's just one of those, as I handle most things in the house, Shut up! And it gets kind of quiet, but like, I don't know, maybe an hour and a half later. But overall, it's not too bad to me when I hear, because I don't know if they have babies or what's going on. There's a lot of activity for sure. And it always sounds like they're slipping. Like, I don't know what it is with birds. When they get in their nest, they never just stay there. Like, they're next to the nest, but it sounds, they're always like, 
Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you doing? Like, what, just, stand, just stand still, man. Dude, I saw two ducks today up on Broadway. What, are they walking down the street? Where? They're just standing there, chilling. Ducks. I'm out. <laughs> just, like, what's he doing in this part of the city? Like, I was just like, that is strange. But there's nobody out, like Miles said, there's man. Not. Me, homeless people, and ducks. Down in New Orleans, I, I, I guess the rats are taking over uh, what, the rats are taking quarter. over Fremont. And whales, I want to say that they're having a goat issue. There's oh, no, the country of Wales. The mm-hmm. country of Wales. Yes, I should point Not that the out. The actual Wales. Yes, the country of Wales. I can't handle these goats up on the hill. <laughs> what? Uh, what was the worst pain you've ever been in? Eight four four nine 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 Ola. Like, how did the goats get in the water? <laughs> Hello, Chad. Welcome to the men's room. Ola. Ola. Chad. Chad, what was the worst pain you've ever been in? All right. So when I was nineteen. Literally like a week after I just turned 19, um, I was over at a buddy's house, and we were smoking cigarettes, waiting for a certain someone to show up, and I knew that they were making, (laughs) (laughs) we were waiting for the uh, greenery man. Mm-hmm. Kermit, yes. Oh, we thought you were waiting for dominoes. Yeah. (laughs) No, no, that would have been afterwards. Okay. Um... But so, yeah, right around 4th of July, and I knew they were making fireworks, their own homemade fireworks, but I didn't know where they were doing it. Turns out they were doing it in this room. Um, So I'm smoking a cigarette, I finish it, go to ash it, and blow my arm up. Turns out to be a mortar bomb covered by gunpowder. And, and what happened to you? This was in the so house you, you where you're smoking. What you thought was an ashtray was a mortar bomb? Yeah, yeah. So on the table, it's a Folgers can, you know, and, and you, inside of it was a mortar bomb covered by gunpowder. I thought it was like, I thought it was an ashtray, so I looked inside of it. Oh, oh, yes, oh hang on, hang on, hang on. Once again, bedroom colors, here are the seven <laughs> words you can't say on the radio. Sucker, mother, and please keep those words in mind when calling. Now back to the program. Chad, how much of your arm did you say that this thing blew up? So it went from fingertips to elbow. Jesus, man. Gone? Blew it off? Not blew it off. Blew the, uh, the skin, the muscle, everything. Like, I'm looking at it, and all I could see was just bone and just blown off play. Yay! Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network. Robin, have we made it to drinking time? Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the Men's Room knows just who it is. So to you, we say... Bottoms up, sailor! You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is, and as usual, we head to the drink desk and Steve at Thrill Hill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed. Today we toast Anth- uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Certainly you know who he is by now, as he's basically the, one of the lead members of the White House Coronavirus Task Force. How did he get that gig? Well... He served as an immunologist uh, for the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases for the last 36 years. And when you get that kind of resume, you get the gig that you have now. 
And look, he's worked on strategies to combat HIV and AIDS back in the day. He helped shape the U.S. response to Ebola back when the U.S. used to step up and do that kind of thing. Lately, he's been the de facto public health spokesperson for the public office of the White House during the COVID pandemic. He's a member of the National Academy of Sciences, the American Academy of Arts and Sciences, the National Academy of Medicine, the American Philosophical Society, the American Society for Clinical Investigation, the Infectious Disease Society of America, and the American uh, Association of Immunologists, etc. Basically, he's in all the same groups that I am. So anyway, he is now the guy that we see, and he's helping a lot of people at least understand what is going on out there. Because let's face it, right now, there's a lot of misinformation, there's a lot of denials, there's a lot of confrontations, there's a lot of confusion. But this guy, being that he is unbiased, and he's just out there to speak the truth. This is what I know. None of it's good. He's certainly not spreading good news, but saying, look, this is the best we know. These are the precautions we think we should take. And believe it or not, on both sides of the aisle, as partisan as D.C. has become, with the idiots on both sides, they're like, you know what? We pretty much like this guy. We pretty much support this guy. We at least believe mm-hmm. the words coming out of his mouth. And now he's getting what I believe to be one of the ultimate United States honors when you do this kind of thing, considering there's a, a worldwide pandemic. And like I said, no one just gives a straight answer, but this guy does the best he can, which the way this country is now, that's a really important thing. And we're going to honor him the way that best way you could honor anyone. He's going to get his own bobblehead. He's getting his own bobblehead? Yes. For all of that work I that he's say done. He's getting death threats. He is getting death threats because people don't like truth. We know how that goes. But he's also, he's going to be immortalized as a bobblehead. That's right. Oh, wow. Five decades of fighting infectious disease. You know, you're trying to keep a nation together. We say, you know what? No better way to reward you than give you a bobblehead. So look for your Dr. Fauci bobblehead coming your way sometime soon. See, kids, dreams can come true. You work hard at school, right? My man went to school for eight years to learn this stuff. And it's one of those jobs that's always evolving because, look, viruses change. Everything the guy works with changes. You have your finger on the pulse of every form of microscopic nature that is out to kill humanity. You put your effort into that. You just might get your own bobblehead. Or you can play in the NFL. But either one of those two. I never thought I'd want a Dr. Bobblehead, but I would I'll, I'll t- I would take his. I'd I would pay, take his. And it. actually, to be fair, I want to say these bobbleheads, they're going to cost like 25 bucks, but they're going to donate $5 from each one of the Fachi bobbleheads. Uh, they're going to give that to the American Hospital Association. Oh, good. Uh, Miles, so the, I know you had a bobblehead. Do you guys I still have two boxes of them in my garage that uh, no one wanted? pretty sure. Now, I saw Miles' bobblehead, and look, in the world of radio. Did I buy it from a thrift shop one day on the air? Somebody did, yeah. yeah. Uh, I found it. A th- I can't believe someone parted with that. But I remember seeing your bobblehead, and it had the uh, the logo of the station you're on at the time. And I keep staring at the bobblehead. I'm like, ah, it looks kind of like Miles. Wait a minute. I think it's also Todd Heap from the Baltimore Ravens. It's a lot of people. I think you. I was going to say you're a stockhead. Like the doctor's going to be Fred Armisen. Right. Like it's not going to be much different than the body size. <laughs> like, whoever you like look it. like yeah, is exactly. what you're going to look Him like. Him and Gilbert Gottfried and like nine <laughs> other people are the same bobblehead with just a different head on it. <laughs> That's exactly it. Uh, so <laughs> Dr. Fauci and his, his honorary bobblehead. You know what's I have a bobblehead that sits on my on my living room table. It's been there for Coach Wooten. He's always motivating. Okay. <laughs> He's shaking his head just looking yeah, at you. Exactly. <laughs> Should I get the pizza, Coach? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Coach said yes. <laughs> Rarely says no. So we pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy! So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the hola, bitchola! Thanks for listening to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Want more of the Men's Room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Also available on Radio.com. Oh, man.
Double Flush Production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.